My name's Mimi Bouchard, founder of Superhuman, the transformational app that helps you become your future self so that you can finally start attracting more joy, abundance, health, wealth, and love into your life. And that's also my mission on this podcast. Meet people whose lives have been transformed in big and small ways, but always for the better. They tell me how they did it so that you can too. It is a season of change right now, and I had another episode meant to go out today for the podcast, but I decided to pull that episode and record this solo ep, impromptu style for you guys because it was my birthday yesterday, and if you know me, you know I'm a mushy little girl when it comes to birthdays, New Year's, um, and any prominent day of the year where... I just reflect a lot and I want to, I guess, share those reflections today. So I'm officially in my late 20s. I am 27 years old as of yesterday and it was quite a bittersweet day because on Friday I found out some very, very, very stressful work news and um, I kind of tried to relax all weekend, but it just didn't work. I was honestly just very anxious and that had a lot of part in or that had a lot to do with my reflections from yesterday. So I wanted to share this whole thing. Friday, I get bad news with work and I need to immediately fill a new position. I'm not going to get into it, but one of my dearest staff members has had a personal emergency and cannot work for the company anymore and is leaving in a couple weeks. So this whole weekend, I was just feverishly trying to put up new job postings online, trying to find the right person for this role. It's an incredibly important role for the business, and it's just the absolute worst time in the world right now for something like this to happen from the business perspective. So I really tried to relax this weekend. And I just tried to use all the tools that are in my toolbox when it comes to feeling anxious and stressed. And I actually realized that it's actually, it's gotten quite a lot worse than I anticipated when things go wrong. I really just have like a visceral reaction to it. And um, so one of the biggest parts of my reflections when I was journaling on my birthday yesterday was, oh my gosh, I have to make work less of a large bucket in my life. So I have my journal next to me and I'm just going to try to verbally explain what I was journaling about because it's kind of like a visual thing. So I don't even know how this came to me. I just was thinking and I was journaling, thinking back on the past year of my life, my 26th year, and it's been a great year. Don't get me wrong. I'm so deeply thankful for my life, for the life I've created. My life just keeps getting better and better. I'm very happy from a general perspective, but there is just this one deep stress, anxiety feeling that I constantly have. And that's just for work, being a business owner, feeling like the whole business just hinges on me. And it does at the end of the day. No one cares about your business as much as you do, and that's okay. And I'm not expecting people to. And I have incredible staff that do really care. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's my responsibility, no one else's, to run this business properly, to do uh, what, it, what I need to do for it, to make the decisions, the right decisions for it. Um, and And I look back and it's 
it's really been one of those things that is just trickling into every area of my life. Like this continual underlying anxiety about what's going to happen, about everything being on my shoulders, about the what ifs, about things messing up. Like I wish I could tell you all the ins and outs of the business um, and all the constant problems that I have to deal with and solve. But again, that's my job. That's what comes with the territory of running a startup. And um, I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to come up with a solution so that I'm not as emotionally affected because I'm holding on to a lot in my body right now. I feel it. I feel it. And I do the things that I know make me feel good. I do my walking meditations. I do my, you know, stretching. I do my workouts. I've been feeling really good, but there's still that underlying feeling of just like, I'm not dealing with this stress correctly. I'm not processing it well. I'm just kind of holding on to it a little bit too much. So this is one of my biggest goals for 27 is to allow the other areas in my life, the other buckets in my life to hold more space because I'm looking at this journal right now and I made these big circles. Well, I'm calling them buckets, but they're just big circles. And, um, there either is like one, two, three, four, five, six, there's six of them. Okay. And there is personal growth as one, two is relationships. Three is work and career. Four is health. Five is hobbies. Six is education. So these are like the six buckets in my life. I came up with these. Personal growth is like my meditation practice, my journaling practice. Um, You know, the time that I spend not doing anything to just like be with my thoughts. Education is my passion for learning about certain topics, uh, reading educational books, going to seminars. This kind of overlaps with personal growth exploring, you know, writing, um, reading, learning, all those types of things. I'm, I'm constantly watching, um, new talks online to learn about psychology and the mind. Like I'm really interested in learning. Third one is relationships. So that's my family, my friends, and Ben. Fourth one is my hobbies, painting, interior design, self-care, travel, my dog that I'm getting in less than two weeks. I'm so excited. Number five is work and career. That's superhuman. That's my book. That's my podcast. That's my personal brand. And again, a lot of things are in the gray area with my work because it is so much so my life. Superhuman, I can separate out, but like my podcast, for example, right now, I'm technically working, but I'm not because I'm just, I feel like I'm talking to friends. Um, My book is also a very like emotionally beautiful thing that I'm creating. So there's a lot of gray area. And then there, last but not least, there's health. So that's my fitness. That's my passion for healthy eating. That is the time I spend outside in nature. That's how much sleep I get. So I've kind of come up and listen, there might be things missing here. I just did this quite quickly yesterday. And these are the six buckets of my life. And then I drew these circles as um, to reflect how much time and energy I put into each. And the work and career one was so significantly big. It took up the entire freaking page. Let me tell you that much. It took up the entire page. And then soon after that was relationships. I do spend a lot of time, um, you know, nurturing my relationships, whether that's with Ben, whether that's calling my mom, my sister pretty much every day, um, you know, just 
continuing to, to have my relationships as top of mind. The people in my life are very important to me. So that was big. And then it was my personal growth because I do really take that so seriously. Um, but it was way smaller than the work bucket, which makes me think, oh my gosh, if I'm going to have a balanced mindset in my life, look at where all of my thought process or my thought energy and, um, you know, like actions are really like, they're all consumed in this work bucket. And then, you know, hobbies was small education was small. I do spend time on those things, but considering how much time I spend on work, it looks tiny on this page, my health small, you know, I work out uh, with my trainer three times a week, 45 minutes each time. And then I do like a 30 minute walk every day these days. So if you actually calculate that time, it's really not that much time every week. But again, working out, you can't really <laughs> do that for more than that amount of time. That'd be too much. But still, you know, a focus on my health. Maybe I should spend more time in nature to make that bucket bigger. But the realization I had with this birthday reflection, looking back on the past year of my life, on how much focus and time and energy I put into certain things, I have found it's been very unbalanced with my work. So how, this is the, the big question I have for myself now, and I'm going to be working on this over really the next few weeks, really trying to come up with a solution here, um, just in my own journaling practice and working with my business coach that I have and just really talking to people about it because I'm a talker. But the question is, going into my 27th year, how in the world can I balance my work being a business owner and the rest of my freaking life? And I actually got emotional talking to Ben about this last night at dinner um, when we were just talking about my past year and we went for a birthday dinner and I just was getting emotional telling him that I look back on my year and it's been a really great year, but I just haven't been as happy as I really want to be considering all the great things that have happened. I've just been very consumed when bad things happen in my business. I get very consumed and it just kind of overpowers everything else. And then I think to myself, isn't that what being like an entrepreneur is? Like, isn't that just what comes with the territory of being like an entrepreneur, putting yourself at risk? And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, Mimi. No, if I create my reality, can't I create a reality where I can have a thriving business that does rely on me, but not feel that burden of like that heaviness on my shoulders and that constant anxiety about things that haven't even happened yet? Aren't I like anti-manifesting the success of this company if I'm constantly worried and trying to problem solve before there are even issues? That being said, I, there are a lot of things happening right now, like with the whole, I was kind of telling you guys this in a past episode, all the crazy stuff with the developers There's so many more advancements there that I won't even talk about yet, but, um, just like really heartbreaking things that I've invested a lot of money into with the business, you know, just last minute, crazy things happening. Like one of my best staff members needing to leave the company, you know, just really stressful things that like everything now in my calendar this week has shifted because my biggest priority is finding someone for this role. And then now we have so much that has had to be pushed back because of this app situation. It, it's just like, there's just so many things. There are so many things. So, you know, you can probably even hear it in my voice that it's like, it's overwhelming. So trying to come up with a constructive solution 
as I'm just speaking to you, like I do on my solo episodes as in like an open spoken diary sense is what in the world can I do to start practicing what I preach more and what in the world can I do to remember that there is a possibility. There is a universe out there. There is a reality out there where I have perfect balance. Maybe I won't use the word perfect because nothing's perfect, but I have incredible balance in my work life and then the person, my personal life. And how can I separate those two more? How can I separate my work with the other parts of my life? Cause there are six buckets here. Why is one so significantly bigger? Yes, it takes up a lot of my time, but realistically, when I'm done work, like I can make my own schedule. I'm the business owner. I, I very easily could only take calls between 12 and 3 p.m. every day and then do a couple hours of focus work. Like obviously that doesn't happen because I'm trying to be in a big growth phase in the business right now, but can't I just focus on work during specific hours and then unless there's an emergency, just like tune off for the rest of the day. And isn't there a potential out there where I can do that while having a thriving, successful business and an incredible personal life where I spend more time on my, more time on my hobbies, more time being present and, and really just learning and exploring and just doing the things that I love to do. Everything over the past year has happened for a reason. And I know that. And again, it's so complicated because it hasn't just been one way. It's, I've had a lot of highs and lows. That's why the word balance just appeals to me so much in this 27th year around the sun. I need to learn how to do this because if I don't, then I'm going to continue burning out. And I've been a lot better at managing my emotions and my stress levels with work in 2023, because I did have very, very poor balance with that last year. Um, but there's still so much room for improvement. And it was great to have that birthday reflection, really just sitting down and like writing and thinking to myself, what is it that I want in this next year of my life? And even if it's not your birthday, all of us can do this, whatever month or day it is in the year. If you feel unclear, just try this exercise, like write down the buckets of your life and it might be slightly different for everyone. But for me, like I'll remind you, it was personal growth, relationships, work slash career, health, hobbies, and education. Another one might be like giving back or like maybe that's under hobbies. Um, Another one might be spirituality, but for me, that's under personal growth. So I would urge you to just do this journaling practice and Hey, maybe I'll create a writing meditation on superhuman, um, with this structure. Cause I actually feel like it was so beneficial and you, you write down the six buckets and then you visually draw how big each one is, like how much energy and time you spend on each one. And then maybe you could even write, and I, I didn't do this yet, but I just thought of this. You could even on the next page do like the goal, right? So draw out how big each bucket is as like a goal to work towards the present is that, you know, maybe work is taking up a lot of your mental energy. And then the goal could be uh, reducing that. And the reality is I don't need to work less. I, it really isn't about that at all. It's more about like taking that baggage home with me. And because I work from home, 
it's like such a gray line of like what is work, what isn't. So if you are feeling similar with work, it's like what other buckets do you want to fill your time with doing? And then just have that intention and keep it top of mind. That's really the basis of all of this. I I don't think this will be hard for me or for you if you're dealing with a similar situation. If we simply just have that awareness, because awareness is number one with anything that we want to change in our lives. Awareness is number one. Let's take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. This is actually really great on today's episode's theme of stress and anxiety. If you are feeling like I am, please try this product. The Organifi Chocolate Gold Drink is like a healthy hot chocolate that has all of these superfoods and adaptogens in it that are proven to help you ground yourself and release stress and get ready for bed. So something like reishi mushroom that is in this mix is actually known as the grounding mushroom. This chocolatey mix also has all of these other nourishing herbs that are used traditionally in Ayurveda. It also has no sugar, so it's pretty incredible. Um, The last thing I will say, lemon balm extract is also known as the calming herb and that supports relaxation. That's also in this healthy hot chocolate mix. It essentially is jam-packed with all of these low-stress, amazing herbs and adaptogens and it tastes great and it's low sugar. So if you are feeling like me right now, I would highly suggest trying it out. This product, Organifi Gold, Chocolate Gold, is from Organifi, and this is an organic superfood company. I use all of their products consistently. They've been a sponsor of the podcast for years now, and you can get 20% off your entire order if you go to Organifi.com forward slash Mimi, that is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Mimi. Use code Mimi at checkout for 20% off and see all my favorites at that link. Now let's get back to the episode. So yeah, it was definitely um, a thoughtful birthday, <laughs> what Ben and I ended up doing since I'm in the Bahamas right now. So not many of my friends live here. So we just had an us day and uh, got a hotel for the night. So for a bit of a change of scene, I guess. And then we went to the movie theater the night before and then went for a nice dinner the night of. It was very relaxing, very chill. I'm so glad my birthday fell on a Sunday because I just needed a bit of rest and relaxation. And um, it was good. It was definitely good. There's a lot of, there are a lot of things in my life right now that are up in the air that are quite unknown. So as I try to handle that anxiety and stress that work does tend to bring, um, I also need to remember that I can handle it. Like when I practice what I preach, I'm a lot better at handling stress. And I feel like I speak the superhuman meditations from my future self. Like I actually feel like I embody my future self completely when I'm recording these meditations. So when I often listen to them, I'm like, okay, that is what I should be doing. And it's interesting because when I listen to some of my meditations, I'm like, yes, of course, that's what I need to be doing. That's how I need to be thinking about this situation. So just reminding myself of my future self in these moments where I'm reverting back to these like old stress responses and patterns, I just find that's going to be really helpful. Again, like I do this often, but then when I don't, it just really overpowers everything. And, and it's just like the domino effect when bad, when bad things start happening, it's like our RAS, right? Like I will fully admit and put my hands up and say, 
that my RAS right now is programmed to see potential fact, like harmful factors of situations in, in my business. Like I'm constantly on red alert for new things to go wrong. And that's actually really bad. And I need to probably reprogram that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all with the excuse of wanting to be prepared. So what is that balance? I don't even know. Definitely a lot of things I need to work on when it comes to that response. But at the end of the day, what I was about to say, if I want to tune into my future self right now and what advice she would give me, at the end of the day, I can handle it. Like there is always something bad. There's always a problem in our lives. Our lives are always going to have problems. So we need to learn how to be happy regardless of those problems, in light of those problems. Because if we don't and we expect everything to be perfect to allow ourselves to be happy, then what the hell are we doing? We're never going to be happy. So I got to remember that. That's what my future self is telling me right now. It's like there are always going to be problems. The bigger your business, the bigger the problems. So you got to learn to live with it and to not allow it to start affecting your, your deep stress levels in your body. Treat it as what it is. It is work and everything is going to be okay. You are great at problem solving and you just need to prioritize your own mental health right now. Because if, if I allow myself, you know, to just take on more and more of the stress and make it all just part of me, make, make it part of my body. And I feel that in my shoulders and my tension, you know, it shows up in my skin. If I break out, you know, there's there's no longevity to this business with me as a leader allowing all the stress to truly affect me in this way. Healthy stress is fine, but I think I was I have been letting it get to the point of it just being a bit too extreme and actually affecting like how I'm physically feeling, which is kind of concerning. So I'm working on it and um I hope that, you know, some of these reflections also get you thinking like where in your life do you feel that you need to, um, prioritize different buckets. And I can't even tell you like just the distractions of certain things that are about to be coming into my life, like the positive distractions of things like getting my dog in what day is it now? 17th. I'm getting my dog in 11 days. I can't even tell you how excited I am. Like I could cry. I, I don't know if you saw this on my Instagram yet, but we're getting a puppy and her name's Olive. And, um, she's just, I think really going to change my world. Like this type of dog, she's an English Cocker Spaniel. They're really incredible at, um, helping people with like anxiety and stress. A lot of them are therapy dogs actually. So just having like an animal and I don't know if you're a dog person or not, but, um, Ben certainly isn't fully a dog person yet, but I think he's very excited to become one. Hopefully, (laughs) Guys, Ben's a bit more of a cat person. So I don't know if that changes what you think of him, but it's kind of cute. I think one day we'll get a cat and, a, and we'll have our dog and they'll be cute siblings. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Olive. So we're getting her in 11 days. And I just think that like, if you have an animal, a cat or a dog or whatever it is, <laughs> whatever animal you own, I feel like you understand that like they just help you get present. Like if you are stressed and you're in your head and your pet comes up to you and they snuggle up to you, you just feel just like an endorphin release, like just like 
this relaxation come over your body. And it's just because animals don't overthink like we do. And they remind us what life can really be like if we get out of our freaking heads. You can just enjoy life and relax a little bit. I've, I think the other big realization is that like we've all survived up to this point. When it comes to anxiety, it's like we've all survived up to this point. You know, like whatever terrible things have happened in the past, like looking back, isn't it crazy how they just like fade away, how things just end up solving themselves? Like things just fall into place after time. Time is the biggest healer, they say, right? Just giving it time and like trusting the process that even if you're in the thick of it right now, with time, things will inevitably change. So that reminder really helps ground me when I'm feeling quite anxious. It's like, you're going to look back in a year about, you're going to look back on this issue in a year and think, wow, that was a crazy experience. I learned so much, but like it's done. It's over with. So that's the last thing I guess I'll touch on because that's been really helping me. I guess when I just connect with my future self more and just like that version of me that I aspire to be who I am most of the time, honestly, I'm really her more than not, but it's like when I kind of fall out of that pattern and allow outside circumstances to influence my state, that's when I'm not her. And I need to remember these lessons more often. So my 27th year, I am going to be a more balanced Mimi. I'm going to be focusing on the different buckets in my life that deserve more of my time and energy. I'm going to be a strong business leader, but not take things to heart. If something happens in my business, it's a business problem. It's not a personal problem. And just having that separation is going to be quite beautiful to watch unfold. And I will be slowly but surely working towards it. And I'm telling you, because you're my accountability now, I'm being, pu being public about this. So I hope you enjoyed this impromptu solo episode. I'm going to end it off here. I cannot wait for you to listen to next week's episode. It is with the incredible Miranda Kerr. I can't wait for you to listen. Like we went so deep. I asked her so many questions that I've never heard her answer publicly before. We really went into what it's really like being that famous and like if she has any self-image issues and stuff like that. It was just such a crazy experience because I was also in her house in LA. She invited me to her home it was really cool. Um, a pretty big moment for the podcast. So definitely stay tuned on the, on that episode. Like what, what am I saying? Stay tuned and go listen to that episode next Monday. It's going to be an amazing one. And by the way, I've heard you guys loud and clear. We're going to be doing more solo episodes on the podcast. So I want to come up with some sort of structure for them. I'm thinking I'll do like a solo update episode like I did now. And then I want to do other ones that are a bit more focused on you as the listener, less about me and my issues. <laughs> so I want to do like advice episodes. If you have any ideas on like, things you want advice on, you know, maybe I'll post on my Instagram story question box soon and then send me anything you want advice on. And I'll do a whole mashup episode on advice and then a Q and a episode. And then maybe I can do another fun episode of my producer. So a lot of solo ideas coming up because I've heard you guys loud and clear. You love those. And I love recording them, but I also love giving you great interviews because I learn so much from our incredible guests and they are quite inspiring. I'm very picky with the interviews I do now, and I only accept people that I think would be incredible value, be of incredible value to you. So definitely don't skimp on those either because I put so much effort into those and my producer does as well, and they are 
their gold a lot of the time. So have a beautiful day. I'm going to go relax and tune off of work for the next 20 minutes before my calls commence again. And even just chatting to you makes me feel better. So have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Did you know if you leave a rating or review on this podcast, the algorithm is going to target you with more content that you enjoy. So take advantage of the beautiful algorithm. And please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating or review on our podcast. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time.